paralyzed by hatred. All right, good to have you back here as we continue on. Uh, the Great Lakes Justice Center, <clears throat> I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh, I'm involved in a, a lot of um, uh, cases involving the Constitution and your rights. But if you hadn't heard, Governor Whitmer, with the assistance of Attorney General Dana Nessel, filed a lawsuit against 13 county prosecutors here recently in a backdoor attempt to try to challenge Michigan's 91-year-old statute that is protecting unborn life. This is from a Great Lakes Justice Center press release. So a motion to dismiss asked the court to find the governor's complaint to be vexatious and frivolous. It's 50 cents for the first word, 25 cents for the second. Anyhow, um, David Coleman from the Great Lakes Justice Center here to sort it out with us. David, good to have you. Good morning, Steve. Good to be on. Uh, all right. So the, there's this 1931 law basically outlawing abortion in Michigan, correct? That's right. And, and so the governor... Anticipating a change, um, a change coming from the United States Supreme Court uh, has decided to go out against prosecutors that have, I, I think the prosecutors that have abortion clinics in their counties and gone after them, even though there's nothing to go after them for. Is, is that is that accurate? That's entirely accurate, Steve. That's why we're calling this lawsuit frivolous. You don't file lawsuits on hypotheticals. You only file lawsuits when something has actually happened. Not a single prosecutor in this state has filed any criminal charges against the doctor for performing an abortion in violation of the law. There are no pending cases. There have been no pending cases for years and years. And this is just an anticipatory move by the governor because she's expecting the Supreme Court to maybe overrule Roe. But until that happens, uh, you know, this is all smoke and mirrors. There's there's nothing to it. And frankly, even once, let's say the Supreme Court does overrule Roe, that does not mean that the law is going to be implemented or that a prosecutor will prosecute. It's up to the prosecutors to decide at that point. So until there's an actual case in controversy, we call it, until something has actually happened, but it's not till that point that there might be a move or a means for the governor to intervene or try to be involved in a case like that. So, but they, but they, they you would expect, I would think that they know that, right? I would hope so. Uh, you know, that's why we filed our motion to dismiss. And we filed it a couple of days ago in the Supreme Court saying, you know, the legal terms are mootness, ripeness, standing that none of those things are present. You, you can't just make up a sham lawsuit and then try to amend the Constitution. That's essentially what the governor's trying to do. She's trying to claim that there is a hidden right to an abortion. It's hiding somewhere in the shadows of the Michigan Constitution. It's not there in the plain language. Everybody knows it. And so she's just trying to get the Supreme Court to rule on that issue when there is no case. There's nothing to rule on. It's so, ridiculous. It's a 4-3 left-leaning court in Michigan currently, correct? That's correct. So, what, what do you, I mean, it's like trying to get you to bet on the future of what happens. But, I mean, what what do you think? What's your <laughs> gut tell you? I, I know predicting court cases is not particularly uh, productive most days was my point. But um, what what do you think? Well, I, we're expecting the court will follow the law. The Michigan Supreme Court 
is the our final arbiter in our state. And I, I think this is a crystal clear case. It doesn't matter what the issue is. I mean, think about this, Steve. If, if a governor can do this and just simply file suit against a prosecutor or against a business, make up a lawsuit to try to overthrow throw or overturn a law that he or she doesn't like, that's endless. I mean, where does that stop? This is some newfound power that Governor Whitmer is trying to exercise, and it's not there. I think about this for a minute, Steve. Let's say we get a governor in next who thinks constitutional carry should be implemented, that everybody should be able to carry a gun anywhere they want. And so there's a concealed weapon crime on the books, a charge. So what if that governor says, you know what, I'm going to sue prosecutors because I don't like that concealed weapon charge thing that they bring, and we're going to prosecute them and ask the Supreme Court and prosecute a case and ask the Supreme Court to throw that law out and amend the Constitution to add in constitutional carry and do it through a court case. What do you think the left would do with something like that? They'd scream bloody murder. Well, yeah, you, know, you can't do that. And, and the point no being is, etc. Who, who who makes laws in the state? Is it the governor or is it the legislature? Because I'm confused. I think I remember this from school, but I'm not quite clear. <laughs> well, that's why we say in our brief that Governor Whitmer is the chief executive. She's not the chief legislator. And she does not have the power to, at her sole discretion, bring a case to try to amend the Constitution. There is no such power uh, in the law anywhere, by statute or in the Constitution. She does not have that right. So that's why we're bringing our motion. I guess we'll see what the court does with it. I, I think it, you know, it doesn't really matter what the underlying issue is. Here it's abortion, which is obviously a very hot topic. But that doesn't matter. This could be abused and used by governors on all sides of the aisle here in a way that, that the, the circumstances are, are totally unforeseen where this could lead. The, the court needs to step in and stop this. Uh, I don't disagree with that, and I guess we'll see what happens. David, I greatly appreciate you being, you know, it's an activist attorney general. It is. It's the way it is. And um, mm -hmm. you've dealt with it for a number of years. So uh, keep the faith, my friend. Keep the faith. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks. It's it. always great to be with you. Have a good always, day. Always good to have you. David Coleman from the Great Lakes Justice Center. All right. Doing good work. Uh, protecting your rights whenever possible. Uh, whenever possible. All right, we're going to take a quick break now. Uh, when we come back, some final thoughts on this day. Don't forget to uh, look to Craig Stiles when you need financial help at Ameriprise Financial. Craig Stiles, 517-483-4893, 517-483-4893. Craig Stiles to help you weather the storm. And I feel like there's a storm coming, but he is an optimist. Of course he is. He's a financial advisor. I'll be right back. from Argentina, blueberries from Canada, and corn from Mexico. What are we doing? It's time to wake up, America, support our family farmers, and defend our nation against an invasion of foreign food. It's time you support Patriot Foods. Patriot Foods is an American-only produce brand supporting U.S. farms and donating a portion of every purchase to U.S. veterans. Join the movement to buy American and eat American. Go to PatriotFoods.com. Patriot Foods will even ship your order for free. PatriotFoods.com. PatriotFoods.com. 
If you're looking for a new dog, I always tell people start at the shelter because it's a great idea. But sometimes that doesn't work out. I found the Barking Boutique. They also suggest starting at the shelter. But if it doesn't work, they have a world of wet noses, loving noses, and puppy breath to choose from. The Barking Boutique began when its owner, David, was heartbroken by what he found looking for a new dog, puppy mills, and people he didn't trust. He decided he could do better, and he did. You can start your search right now, thebarkingboutique.com. New arrivals daily at thebarkingboutique.com.